Hello everyone, welcome to day 14 of Healing from the Inside Out Challenge. I hope that you're doing well on this challenge. If you're just now joining us, be encouraged. There's still lots of gain you can do in the next few weeks. Because again, this challenge is actually going to last all year long. But the first 30 days um, are free and include prizes. So be sure to join us all year long as we grow in wisdom, understanding, and we heal ourselves, body, mind, spirit, and soul. We want to heal from the inside to the outside. And today we're going to cover Proverbs chapter 14. I'm going to share a little bit of what I learned from it, and then we'll leave you to add comments so that you can gain more points. And listen, if somebody else has already said the same thing, you're like, oh, that's what I was thinking. That's fine. Share that too. We can all think the exact same thing. That's okay. But we'll just focus on any of these and share anything that stood out to you. So let's get started. Proverbs chapter 14. The wise woman builds her house but the foolish pulls it down with her hands. He who walks in uprightness fears the Lord, but he who is perverse in his ways despises him. In the mouth of a fool is a rod of pride, but the lips of the wise will preserve them. There no oxen are, trough is clean, but much increase comes by the strength of an ox. A faithful witness does not lie, but a false witness will utter lies. A scoffer seeks wisdom and does not find it, but knowledge is easy to him who understands. Go from the presence of a foolish man when you do not perceive in him the lips of knowledge. The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his ways, but the folly of fools is deceit. Fools mock at sin, but among the upright there is favor. The heart knows its own bitterness, and a stranger does not share its joy. The house of the wicked will be overthrown, but the tent of the upright will flourish. There is a way that seems right to man, but its end is the way of death. Even in laughter the heart may sorrow, and the end of mirth may be grief. The backslider in heart will be filled with his own ways, but a good man will be satisfied from above. The simple believes every word, but the prudent considers his steps. A wise man fears and departs from evil, but a fool rages and is self-confident. A quick-tempered man acts foolishly, and, the man, and a man of wicked intentions is hated. The simple inherit folly, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. The wicked will bow before the good, and the wicked at the gates of righteousness. The poor man is hated, even by his own neighbor. But the rich has many friends. He who despises his neighbor sins, but who has mercy on the poor, happy is he. Do not go astray who devise evil, but mercy and truth belong to those who devise good. The crown of the wise is their riches, but the foolishness of fools is folly. The tr a true witness delivers souls, but a deceitful witness speaks lies. In the fear of the Lord, there is strong confidence, and, and his children will have a place of refuge. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life, to, to turn one away from the snares of death. In a multitude of people is a king's honor, but in the lack of people is the downfall of a prince. He who is slow to wrath has great understanding, but he who is impulsive exalts folly. 
A sound heart is life to the body, but envy is rottenness to the bones. He who oppresses the poor reproaches his maker, but he who honors him has mercy in the needy. The wicked is banished in his wickedness, but the righteous has a refuge in his death. Wisdom rests in the heart of him who has understanding, but what is in the heart of fools is made known. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. The king's favor is towards a wise servant, but his wrath is against him who causes shame. There's a, a whole lot to unpack here in this proverb. Now we go back to verse 15. The simple believe every word, but the, that the prudent considers well his steps. You know, it's easy to be bombarded with a lot of information today. There's all kinds of information on the internet. There's information from other people. We hear and see things continually. It's like our minds don't even have time to rest for the amount of information we're absorbing. The question is, is it true? Is it good? Is it loving? I mean, even things your friends speak, are they speaking truth? And even if it's true, is it good? Is it helpful? Is it beneficial? Or do you have friends that like to gossip and put other people down? Now, I have to watch who I talk to because it's easy to fall in that trap of talking about something, even if it's something that actually happened to you, and then wanting to turn people against somebody because you had a negative experience instead of stepping back and saying, well, how is this going to affect other people? It doesn't matter how much truth is in it. Sometimes it's still hurtful and harmful and harmful ultimately to us. So it's important to watch what we say and what we believe and compare it to the Word of God. And is it good? Is it true? Is it lovely? Those are the things we need to think on, not the things that are necessarily exciting or create drama or spread gossip. Um, and even who we listen to and why we listen to them matters. I used to think I could just listen to anybody that if it was a doctor on medical advice or if it was a fitness instructor on exercise and things like that. But I realized that our entire life philosophy falls into what we do and how we do it. And if they're not a person of God, while they might teach me well how to do a certain exercise, they might also say other things that lead me astray or cause me to stumble. And so I've learned now to only go to people who are first and foremost Christ-centered and then learn from them because the world and Satan has permeated everything around us. We have to filter that out as much as we can to guard our own steps and our own path so that we are continually leading towards Christ and our life is leading us towards Christ and not making us fall away. And so tell me something you've learned from this. This one is jam-packed with lots of little tiny uh, nuggets of wisdom. So I'm not going to share them all. I want you to share some in the comments and let's see what all we've learned together. And let's close here in prayer and I'll join you again tomorrow. Lord, Father God, we just come before you, your good and faithful servant, Lord. And we just pray that you are guarding our minds, Lord, and that everything that comes through here is filtered through a lens that points to you, Lord, so that we may see everyone as you see them. We may see situations as we as you see them, Lord. We may not just speak from our own 
place of understanding, Lord, but a place from godly understanding. Lord, and if there's any place we have stumbled and fell, pick us up, Lord, and get us back on the right path, Lord, and help us to gain wisdom from that fall that we may not stumble upon that same thing again. Lord, we just thank you and praise you that you are good, you are all-powerful, Lord, and that you love us enough to correct us. Lord, and we thank you for your correction and your guidance as we go. And we just, again, thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, everyone, let's come back tomorrow for Proverbs 15. And I hope and pray that this has been a blessing to you and that you will stay with us all year long.